there's something fishy going on here. Welcome to the Great Reset, everybody. David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition in the studio, as always, on a Tuesday in the Great Reset, along with Paul, the producer, and myself, John Roberts. Our show today brought to you by Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Austin says, Barry and the team did a great job putting a deck skirt on my deck. It gave the deck a great finished look and helps keep my dog from getting covered in mud every morning. Would recommend them for any project, large or small. Tell you what, for that project you want done sooner than later, call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for any of us, our number is 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call 701-213-0863. And again, show is not on Facebook or YouTube today, but if you want to listen live, go to gfsource.com. You click listen now. That's live. Uh, maybe you want to chat. Just click the Twitch link in the upper left corner. Uh, we're on Rumble too. It's posted on the GFPS Facebook page. Uh, there's many, many other ways besides Facebook and YouTube to get a hold of us here during the Great Reset. Uh, Before we get going too much further, it is time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. Uh, Let's see here. You know, scientists say the universe is made up of protons, neutrons, and electrons. Yeah, the universe is made up of protons, uh, neutrons, and electrons, but they forgot to mention morons. Yeah, jeez. I thought that was... Forgot morons. (laughs) Okay. Um, okay. Uh, to go through a couple of quick things here. Uh, CDC and the FDA confirm now that the risk of autoimmune heart disease is 13,200% higher in COVID vaccinated people. 13,200% higher the risk of autoimmune heart disease if you've got the jab. How many of you people are wishing you didn't get it right now? Uh, Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe approval rating. Uh, according to a CBS U government poll, 41%. Uh, Joe's green energy agenda. I don't know if you've noticed this or been watching. Uh, scores of Democrats are defecting now. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think so, Joe. Uh, and how about, did you see him the other day when he ended the speech with God save the queen? Yeah, everybody's He's, like, what is he talking about? <laughs> God, I mean, and, and this was after he felt up uh, Ava Longoria. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 t- oh I tell you what, uh, make America Great Britain again, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Also, uh, some more local news uh, hitting our area. Um, Alfonso Rodriguez, uh, been on on death row for 17 years for kidnapping and and murdering Drew Shodin, is off of death row now. He's been transferred to a federal prison in Florida. Um, Also, uh, no more TikTok on UND campus on their computers. Uh, If you happen to live there and you have your own computer, you can have it, but uh, TikTok has been banned. And uh, finally, uh, just this little thing here I wanted to throw in there. Uh, Imagine, if you will, a government that does more to stop the distribution of ivermectin and uh, hydroxychloroquine than it does to stop the distribution of fentanyl. I mean, that should tell you something right there. Anyway, there we go. My little rant is done. David Waterman, how are you? Good morning, sir. I'm fine. It's warm outside. (laughs) Yeah, it's warm outside. I don't know what it is right now. They're talking. I predicted 100. We'll see what... uh, what are we at now? 
Oh, it's only 88 right now. Hmm. I thought it was a little warmer than that. It's going to get warmer, I think. Oh, yeah. By 3 o'clock, it'll definitely yeah. be. Yeah. Isn't there a nice breeze, though? Gonna, yeah, there was. Nice breeze. Yep, I like that. That's a lot of wind. A lot of wind. Yeah. Uh, be so, careful so, out there. So, so you know, I with this, this number, the 13,200% mm-hmm. greater... Uh, incidence of heart disease, mm-hmm. uh, myocarditis, heart, uh, pericarditis. Yep. In people that took the the shot, the squirt, the so-called vaccine, um, I, I'm I'm fully anticipating that everyone who was behind it, who pushed it, the CDC, the FDA, the WHO, all of them are going to say, "Yeah, we had no idea. Yeah, that that was <laughs> we had happen. no idea." We, yeah, and we, him. And, He's my buddy. Safe, safe and effective. <laughs> yeah. Safe and effective. Well, we had no idea of those guys up in Grand Forks, so I think they kind of <laughs> knew what was going on. Wow. A lot of folks knew what was going on and said what was going on, and we were, of course, full of misinformation, yeah. and we were anti-vaxxers, and we're all the nasty things that they called us, and now, gee whiz, look at that. Yep. Right again. Um <clears throat> You and, know, and, you know, you hate to brag about being right about something like this, but, um, well, you know. Yeah, there's really nothing to brag about. It's it's just a matter of common sense and opening your eyes and looking at the facts. I sure. mean, you just say, hey, am I willing to look at reality? Mm-hmm. Or am I willing to shut my eyes, close my ears, and believe whatever the experts tell us? Yeah, right. On CNN. <laughs> CNN. <laughs> So there's something, MSNBC. there's something fishy going on here. Yes. Um, you know, it, when we, we talk about the past, how, how things, it, it seems like, well, there's the retro, you know, everything comes back and yeah. styles and fashion and all that. Well, there's been some awfully bad world history uh, that comes around and goes around again. And, and it almost seems like we're starting to get back to almost the 30s and 40s here. Yeah, I mean, there is definitely, uh, when you run out of new things to come up with, you always go retro, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I mean, in some cases, that's actually can be a good thing. Sure, because sure. Because there are things from the past that we've, look, you know what, I, the 70s and 80s, uh, by most accounts, were, were pretty messed up. Yeah. Uh, but looking back, in terms of what's happening in, in our culture and our society today, those are the good old days. Oh, heck yeah. I mean, that's when boys were boys and girls were girls. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and there was no doubting. <laughs> you know? The, yeah, and, and America was America. You could be black, white, uh, Hispanic. Uh, are we? I was going to ask, how's the, uh, how's the stream? No, only this is, show. It's, how about uh, that? Uh-huh. We get dropped again? Yeah, and it's always just this show. It, Somebody well, hacked. Somebody is somebody <laughs> cyber attacked that's, us. Yeah, that's my guess. That's my guess. They'll probably reconnect again here. I'm going to try lowering the bit right here. So, so, so are you still recording, or yeah, I mean, should we keep going? Yeah. So we can keep going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we'll yeah. It after we're done here. Perfect. Thank you. See, Dale's on top of it. We're, he's, Dean. Dean has got it. Way handled. to go, Dirk. Or Dean. Uh, Dean you know and Dale work together, and 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 right now Dean is in charge, <laughs> but he's going to get it done for us. <laughs> yeah. So the so uh, yes, our apologies to anyone who's trying to watch live after we go to all the trouble to say here's what you have to do to yeah. watch live. Yeah. And then you can't because uh, because we drop it, the stream drops. So um, things are 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 bad now. It makes like I said the 70s and the 80s look like the good old days because there was a level of normalcy. But that was also the generation that was being prepped mm-hmm. 
for what we're going through now, right? Well, yeah. Just trust the experts. Don't, you know, whatever. If it says, if they say it on the news, that's got to be true. And, and they really, um, people, I think, began during that time because of the prosperity of American uh, society, uh, our economy, the culture. We, I mean, it was just a great time for everyone. The, we had just come out of the 60s where we had, what, the Civil Rights Act of mm-hmm. 1964, meaning that you could not legally discriminate against anyone right. based on their color, their, uh, their uh, you know, religion, or their, I mean, religion was already there, but country of national origin, you couldn't discriminate on those things anymore. And, and the, every single industry in, in America began to flourish because minorities who were, had been kept out uh, but were very capable, started flooding in mm-hmm. to every industry in our country. And, and we saw it most openly in the entertainment industry. Sure, yeah. Right? So, uh, so black entertainers, mm-hmm. Hispanic entertainers. Sports, I, same really thing. Sports, absolutely, yep. yeah. Just, so so that, was a, that was a great time for America because a lot of the past sins uh, were, uh, were finally done away with and dealt sure. with. And now America can just grow and flourish, except that there were folks like Klaus Schwab, who began the World Economic Forum in 1971, mm-hmm. probably primarily at the behest of Henry Kissinger, uh, and, and they began their, their plan for world domination, right? Their quest for world domination. And there was also at that time uh, a, a lot of... Uh, who was it, uh, Ehrlich, I can't remember his name, uh, Peter, was it Peter Ehrlich? Um, who was promoting this idea that we're going to destroy the planet, that the planet has a, a carrying capacity. Oh, of sure. Only so many billion people, and yep. once we exceed that, people are going to be dying horribly from starvation and things like that. So, so that, that concept was really latched onto by globalists who want to control the world and said, hey, now we've got a great opportunity to use this narrative to begin to call the population of the undesirables, right? Anybody other than us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, so that started. But, but here's the thing: there've always been wicked people in the world. There's always been violence in the world. And and I want to. I mean, I was going to talk about the Hunter Biden thing. You know, he's. You've heard that Hunter has. You know, he's been under investigation for what is it? Five years. Oh now? yeah. Yes. And. Um, <clears throat> he's apparently taken bribes from. Uh, He's taken money from who hasn't he? China and yeah, yeah right, right. Um, Five-year investigation. He's now just pleaded guilty to two counts of tax evasion. Yeah, and one count of possessing a gun illegally. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he that, he already pled guilty. He pled guilty. Mm-hmm. He pled guilty. So the two tax evasion counts, they're going to go, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that that's, they're both misdemeanors. Yeah, yeah. Misdemeanors. And the, the gun count, they're already spinning it. So why it was illegal for him to own this 38 caliber handgun is because he was an active drug user at the time. Okay. And when you go to purchase a gun... There's a form that you fill mm-hmm. out, right? Mm-hmm. It's a federal form. Yep. And and one of the questions on that form is, are you, you know, are you using illicit drugs or are you using illegal drugs? Are you are you a drug user? Something like, mm-hmm. I don't remember how it's worded exactly. Uh, and he checked no. Yeah. But he was. Mm-hmm. So you can't lie in a federal form, right? 
So that's that's a felony. I I think it's a felony. Okay. I I think that it is. So um, how they play that out, uh, you know, in the court is remains to be seen. But they're already spinning it. CNN is already saying, yeah, he's you know, he was. He was going through a tough time oh, because geez. he'd gotten into drugs after the death of his of his older brother. Yeah. And so, you know, the grieving process and dealing with the drugs, but now he's trying to put all that he's trying to pull all that behind him. And you know what So 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 we should be compassionate for him because he's he's he was messed up then, but now he's moving but, on and he's ready to move on. And that's what his lawyer is saying. And now he's ready to move on. If he pleads guilty now and then, you know, they charge him with it and he has to do the time or whatever can't his daddy just pardon him i'm sure he can oh, sure he can <laughs> you know and, and that's the funny thing it's it's like how if, if we know everybody knows it's right or if it's wrong how it can be wrong for some people and ah, don't worry about it for others because i mean you, you talk about hunter biden i mean we got joe biden and he threw in trump and all this stuff but there's certain people that are saying well we all know it's wrong we all know what they did was wrong. They did it for years, for billions of dollars, whatever. But it's okay. We're just going to well, brush this under the rug a little bit. Now, what he did, that's a whole different story. you know. And, 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 and probably the worst part, probably the worst part of this whole thing is that the DOJ... Oh, by the way, it doesn't take five years to investigate tax evasion. No. That's a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, maybe, a, maybe a few months at most. It doesn't take five years to investigate. Did he lie on the form when he was buying that gun? That takes hours. Yeah. In fact, that's so simple. If he checked yes, if he checked no, I don't, I'm not a drug user, and then signed the form, that's it. He lied. <laughs> it's There's- super simple. I mean, a first-year law student understands that. So it looks like they've been, uh, you know, one commentator uh, said, yeah, it looks like the Justice Department have been slow-walking this whole thing. Hoping maybe that they'll that they'll pass the point of uh, of uh, of limitations. You know the the uh, uh, what do you call it the uh, um, uh, what's it called? Well, at, at some point, what is it? I can't think of the term. Um, um, Gone fishing. No, no, no. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it when there ever most laws other than murder. Mm-hmm. Um, y- once the once a, oh a, your a, statute, a, of a statute of limitations thank sure, you that's sure. what it is mm-hmm. uh, and and it looks like maybe they were just trying to wait for that to run out yeah. before they actually did any real investigation or came to a conclusion so they could then charge him and then they say well you know what? it doesn't make sense to charge him now it's past the statute of limitations so mm-hmm. even if he did it, it doesn't matter what's really troubling about this whole thing is that. The DOJ is saying, yeah, well, he's pled guilty. We're going to stop. We're not going to investigate Hunter anymore. Anymore. Like at all. Right? So, mm-hmm. no, we're done. There's no reason to investigate anything else that he's done or that he might have done because he's already pled guilty. That's the problem. That's, if you want to talk about a massive miscarriage of justice, that's like saying, hey, you know, uh, you know, um, what's his name? Epstein, uh, he he pled guilty to uh, you know parking in a no parking zone. Yeah, and he paid the fine. So let's just move on. Wait a minute. What about all the kids? Well, you know he pled guilty. So let's just move on. And that's I think that's exactly what their plan is. Um, kind of getting off the subject just a hair. Uh, 
When it comes time for the next election, do you think, uh, is Donald Trump going to be president again, or does he have a chance? There's how many Republicans trying to run, and, you know, I don't know uh, when it comes to Democrats, but um, there we go. And, uh, and I'm wondering, because I know Trump has said after they're dragging him through the mud with all these charges, and, and um, you know, he's pleading innocent, but he has said if, when he is president again, he is going to get the DOJ big time after you know uh, biden's and all of this kind of stuff but um do you think he's do you think he's got a shot at at getting it again because i'm keeping my fingers crossed oh i I, yeah absolutely i think he's not only do i think he's got a shot. and by the way this this hat is obsolete because it it says keep america great but america's not great now i need to get one that says make america great again um but I and this is an official one. This came right from uh, from his actual website. My son. Okay, if the one guy there. walks by here again, make sure I'll point him out to you. Make sure you look at him and wave because <laughs> see if he flips you off for wearing that hat. Okay, because yeah, he's you, here. You wave. You, you point him out to me. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't. I'm not a fan of Mitch McConnell. Mm-hmm. I'm really not. No, me neither. He's a big rhino. I, I get it. Yep. But he actually said on an interview last week. He said, I believe that President Trump is going to receive the Republican nomination. And I think he's going to win mm-hmm. in 2024. <sighs> wow. That, for, now, of course, Mitch McConnell's up for re-election as well yeah. in 2024. Yeah. But the fact that he said that, um, and, the, and the, the, the person interviewing him said, we're going to record that. We're going to play back this tape if that actually happens. He said, yeah, please do. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I, I think that that's encouraging because, as you know, a lot of Republicans, so-called Republicans, are advising the president to drop out. Yeah, yeah. yeah mostly they're the people that are running mm-hmm. <laughs> right, against mm-hmm. him. I think you should drop out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. No, I think that the uh, this is what I anticipate happening. The charges that they have against him, they're going to try to string those out, string out the whole process so that President Trump is hounded from now until Election Day with these bogus charges right Mm -hmm. 37 bogus charges against the president that's a lot of bogus charges sure is and it's not just that he had this uh i I believe if you read i haven't read the charging documents but i believe that they actually accused him of espionage yeah yeah okay so espionage means that you were intentionally trying to harm america sure yeah. By divulging American security interests to our enemies or things mm-hmm. like that. So even if he mishandled um, classified documents or documents that were classified that he unclassified, that's not espionage. By any stretch of the imagination, that's not espionage. I, I can't remember if we talked about this last week, but um, um, Barack Obama went through the same thing. And it was deemed then that a president can put that documents where he wants to and that's why he never got in any trouble for it but now all of a sudden they raid trump's home and find a bunch of stuff in his bathroom or whatever i mean so, so all of it is uh, it's all hocus pocus it's all nonsense smoke and mirrors how they, you can they, change they, how you can change the rules as the game goes well, on yes. that bothers the heck out of me well they can't change the rules but, but they, they do. try yeah because they have no integrity they have no no desire to tell the truth. They're not interested in truth. They're interested in their agenda. That's right? the guy. Yeah. Right. Right. So um, this is unfortunately not a new problem. I mean, this problem has been going on for thousands of years. The Bible says that uh, 
when the righteous rule, the people rejoice. Yeah. But when the wicked rule, the people groan. I've heard a lot of groaning these days in this country. Yeah. Am I missing something? No, I was looking for my Trump 2024 hat. Oh. <laughs> Paul must have hung it up there. Yeah, it's hanging on the wall. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so, so the reason that I mention that is because we all have a decision to make individually, don't we? Each one of us chooses to believe what's true or to believe what's not true. Uh, Jesus said, I'm the way and the truth and the life. The Bible talks about truth over and over and over again. Truth is really important to God. Uh, Lies are also important, but for a different reason, because lies deceive people. You 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 know what God calls Satan in Scripture? He says that he's not only a liar, but he calls him the father of lies. Nice, nice. Hey, that's good. Let's get a shot of that because I just said he's the father of lies. And what does that shirt say? (laughs) There you go. Stamp out the lies. Better believe it. Stamp out the lies. Where'd you get that shirt? (laughs) I got to get one. Secret. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. All right. So he says that he's not only the father of lies, but he says when Satan lies, he speaks his native tongue. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty, that's a pretty condemning statement if you think about it. Yeah, and I, I think unfortunately that there are a lot of people in the political realm who, when they lie, they speak their native tongue as well. Oh sure. So, how does God allow all this stuff to go on? I mean, how has He allowed all the evil, all the wickedness that we've seen over the last three years and and before? to continue without bringing judgment upon America. And that's what I want to talk about today. You know, tell me, who are, uh, biblically, I think you, you, you gentlemen know uh, certainly enough, I'm not, I'm not asking to, to declare yourselves to be biblical scholars, but you know enough to say, uh, who, is, who is God's chosen people? The Bible says that God has a chosen people. Who, who, was God's chosen? who is God's chosen people? I, any takers? Um, I was writing something down. De- what? Yeah, Dean, you can you can weigh on in this too. <laughs> I'd like the Jews. It is the Jews, absolutely. It's okay. the Jews. It's the nation of Israel. Oh, yeah. God chose Israel from among all the nations. In fact, He chose Ab- Abram, who later became Abraham, as the father of the nation of Israel. Abram became Abraham. And he, uh, he had two sons. One of them was Ishmael, who became the, the father of the Arab nations. And his son Isaac, who became the father of the, uh, of the Jewish nation, the nation of Israel. And so God's promise to, to Israel is that they would exist as a nation before him forever. And, and no matter how bad Israel got, no matter how much they sinned, no matter how many times they turned away from God, God always brought them back and restored them. I and mean, he would punish them, mm-hmm. punish them sometimes severely, uh, and then would bring them back. But he didn't make those kinds of promises to the Gentile nations. A Gentile is anybody who's not Jewish, right? Sure. So God, in God's economy, there are two different races, right? Two, just two, just two, two, two races. Jews and everybody else. 
If you're not a Jew, you're a Gentile. Okay? It's that simple. Rob, uh, John, did you know that you're a Gentile? Yes, I did. You did good. Yeah. Paul, Gentile. Uh, Dean? I do now. You are, yes. You're a Gentile, <laughs> right. Uh, so, and there was, there was at some point, the, so why did, why did God choose Israel? Why were they, they, they were the chosen people for what? What was the purpose of Israel being the chosen people? The purpose was to take the truth, the knowledge of God, to the Gentiles. Okay. Their job was to spread the word mm-hmm. about who the real God is, because mm-hmm. these Gentiles, they're worshiping all kinds of pagan gods, right. false gods. They take a piece of stone, they set it up, and they worship it. They, yep. they carve a piece of wood into some figure, and then they pray to it. Yep. And God doesn't like that. You know, what's the first commandment of the Ten Commandments? <laughs> Thou shalt have no other gods before yep. me first commandment and that's what all these gentile nations were doing so israel was supposed to take the truth of who god is to the gentile nations some of these gentile nations uh were really 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 messed up and uh and one of those groups (laughs) it's it's okay i'm not surprised we'll just roll with it the stream is uh is being we got some beavers working downstream of our stream, and they're putting yeah. a dam up to stop the flow. <laughs> dam after dam after and, dam. And so, uh, but we're just going to keep rolling, and people will watch this on the on the uh, on the stream later. Because you know, no one's calling in anyway. No, not, not we're, yet. we're not taking live calls for. I don't know why people don't do that, but <clears throat> so here's the deal. Uh, what are some of the, tell me some of the stories that you can now, I've given my little introduction. So if you gentlemen would please tell me, what are some of the Bible stories you remember hearing uh, as a child, just growing up? But you don't have to even tell me what they're about. Just tell me, what are some of the Bible stories that you remember that just come to mind? Cain and Abel. Cain and Abel. Uh, okay, that was good. what I was, I was going to say that. That's good. The story that, yeah, the um, first murder that happened in, you know, on the earth was right, uh, right. when Cain murdered his brother Abel. Um, I, I, I'm not going to. Think of that right now, but because ever since you started talking about the Bible, um, <laughs> this has been in my brain. It's a little off here, but I don't know if you watched Jeopardy. Last Tuesday, the question was, finish this sentence, our Father who art in heaven, blank, be thy name. All three of the contestants did not know it. No way. I, Are I, you serious? I, I couldn't believe it. Dean, I, what's I the what's couldn't the answer? Believe it. Yes, hallowed, yep. meaning holy. Yep, means hallowed, holy. hallowed, yep. Hallowed be thy name. Yeah. Yeah. None wow. of them holy knew it. And one of them was like an engineer, like a software engineer, and another one was, I mean, they weren't just like... You, you know, know, I wonder if they even knew what that was. Did they even know that was the Lord's Prayer? I don't know. I, I didn't quite see how what's-her-name uh, worded it with the question, but um, I just saw the aftermath. So. so who's the new host of Jeopardy? Uh, what was it's her not, name from Big not, Bang? It was Alex Trebek for you. Yeah, Blossom. Malik Bayek yeah. or whatever her uh, name. Blossom, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she's. Um, in fact, she has got a PhD in. She's very, 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 very smart. I can't remember what it is, but um, oh yes, right, right, right. Yeah. I remember reading about her. I yeah. can't. Yeah, I can't think yeah, of like her name, astrophysicist or something, smart. or yes, you know, like smart. Yeah. Brian May yeah. smart. Yeah, not all actors are as stupid as they. Right. Look sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think can we, do we have time to take a quick break Please, here. Let's yes, just let's just get this out of the way. All right. All right. Um, there we go. Uh, there's something fishy going on here. The Great Reset. We'll be back in a minute. But uh, you know what? If there's something fishy going on here, uh, there's nothing better 
then treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. Oh, for heaven's cakes. Uh, we love them. We can smell them all the time. They're right down the hallway here. Uh, cupcakes and pay- cakes. You're not going to find any better ones anywhere else. Whether you've got a big special occasion coming up, a wedding, graduation, birthday, or maybe just a treat, uh, you can either order them or walk in to find out more, all right? Uh, If you're a business owner, they've got this really cool thing. Uh, It's the monthly employee discounts. You can treat your employees to something. Uh, Again, on the north backside of the Grand Cities Mall here, they are open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays 9 to noon. Call them up, 701-757-2253. You can go to OverHeavensCakes at Yahoo.com. Chance for you to be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Oh, for heaven's cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. And I tell you what, when you're in there waiting for your cupcakes or your cakes, uh, those girls in there, they all got a great sense of humor. Sit down and talk with them for a few minutes. Uh, You're going to absolutely love them. There's something fishy going on here. There's something fishy going on with our feet again today. Uh, But it's the Great Reset with David Waterman with the Midwest Public Health Coalition, Paul the Producer, and uh, myself. And uh, by the way, I did want to add this Grand Forks Best Source. Uh, We just got $100,000 or 100,000 downloads. Right, yep. that's something like that. How about that? Congratulations! Yeah, so that's outstanding. I wish I was. I was. I wish you would have been right the first time. Yeah, a hundred thousand dollar. Yeah, I don't care if we got two downloads. We got hundred thousand dollars, but um, and uh, but one of the reasons we're, we're getting reaching people. Yes, and and it, it's because of shows like this. Uh, the Great Reset is one of the main reasons, one of the big reasons. Uh, and thank you, people, for a uh, hundred thousand downloads. Now um, we love that. Thank you very much. So, all right. So yeah. So I was asking. So we just we just uh, had started our 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 little quiz here. Mm-hmm. Bible stories you remember from Sunday school. So just name some. So, so Dean gave us his. That was uh, Cain and Abel, right? And yeah. what are some other ones? Just think, come on, you got, you, you just think anything. Anything. Bible stories you heard when you were a kid. I just remember like the angels and demons, like the, there were some like good angels that were fighting bad angels or something. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> are you sure? Wait, did you grow up Mormon? No. Okay. No, but. But yeah, I mean, wasn't it like, um, wasn't like Michael, like Archangel the, Michael? Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's very interesting because yeah, it, Paul says that when he was, uh, I believe, Paul was trying to go to uh, Macedonia or something, he he wasn't able to because, or maybe it was Corinth, uh, because uh, because of this this demonic warfare, and then the Archangel Michael came to help. Anyway, there talks about battles in heaven. Mm-hmm. But it's not typically; those aren't typically uh, children's uh, stories. I, I mean, they don't usually tell those stories. Right. To children, so it's um, very interesting that you know that. That's I did like a uh, lot of people don't Noah's Ark. Don't know that. Noah's Ark. Okay, yeah. So, there's, so Noah's Ark, right? How God saved the world through Noah. How about uh, another one? David and Goliath. David and Goliath. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the birth of Jesus. Yep. Probably. Probably important. an important one. That's very extremely important. Yeah, Any more? Think about today's about- show time. How about the Exodus? Yeah, yeah, both. Yeah. Both. Oh, Exodus. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very good. That's, uh, yeah, Passover actually is a celebration of the Exodus. And uh, you can't forget about the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan, right. Yeah. What about today's show title? Does that ring any bells? Does that make you think about anything? There's something. That's good. Yeah. Using, yeah. Feeding the 5,000. Wow. Okay, you guys are good, but I'm just... Okay, what about... Did you ever hear uh, of a, an individual, a prophet, by the name of Jonah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember that story? Yeah. What was the story? <sighs> did it involve a whale? <laughs> 
Yes, it did. Yeah, I know. <laughs> As a matter of fact, if, um, he got he got swallowed by a whale. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's okay. So yeah, I got swallowed by a whale. Um, and why did he get swallowed by a whale? See, that's the thing. People remember the swallowing by a whale thing, but do you know that's the least <clears throat> important part of the whole story of Jonah. It's the most rememberable part. Mm-hmm. The most memo- sure, yeah, because they, especially for a little kid, yep, because they can draw pictures of a big whale, and they call it a lot of Bible stories. They refer to him, but it's a big fish. Yeah. And then you get the scientists uh, all get up in arms because they say, well, there's no such fish that can swallow a man. Well, actually, the in the Hebrew, it doesn't say a fish. It doesn't say a whale. It says a sea creature. Oh. So that's a sea creature. Sure. So fish is a sea creature. An a eel kraken. is a sea creature. A kraken. <laughs> and, uh, and a whale is a sea creature. You know, there's a man that was swallowed by a whale. I don't remember what type of whale it was. Uh, off of a fishing vessel. He, I think, had fallen off a fishing vessel. And they caught the whale three days later and cut it open, and he was inside alive. Really? He survived for three days. And that, that's modern. I mean, that just happened like 10 years ago. So, so for the people that say it's impossible for someone to live inside the belly of a whale for three days, guess what? Wow. We've seen it happen. In modern day. Yeah. Because yeah. if it can happen in modern day, do you think that God can't make that happen, uh, f- you know, 3,000 years ago? Yeah. Well, true. True. So, is, is that the one? Oh, good. My packages. It's for me? Yeah. So uh, John got a package. He got a present. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> All right. I'll just put my story on hold. No. <laughs> keep, keep, keep it up. Oh, wait. I don't want to. I don't want to cause any. Uh... Hopefully, it's. Uh, is this the? It's not from Colombia, first of all, is it? Is this the thing that's going to make the stream work? Properly it's not from Bolivia. Now? Oh, yes, indeed, Olaf. Right here, right here. Uh, I know where these came from. A and H vending. Paul, you got another one out there. Oh gosh. A <laughs> and H vending. I'll have to find out. I'm not kidding you. Earl's it's, cheese puffs. They're the best ones ever. It's okay. Delivery day. Yeah. Uh, no, here I'm sorry. at GFBS. And... <laughs> All right. So the great reset goes on hold while we. We're back. We're back. Okay. All right. Now I want you to try to follow this because I'm going to read some. Uh, I'll wait for I'll wait for Paul to get back because I think Paul that you would find this hopefully interesting. Hey, no, don't interrupt the show again. Now let's let's keep going here first. We'll talk about it. We'll get it later. All right. So, Paul, um, when was when was the last time, Paul? When was the last time you read the Book of Jonah? I've never even heard of it. <laughs> Been a long time for me. I can tell you that. Uh, be a long time. Okay, so, so let me just say this, um, and I'll, this is, this is my Bible, it's one of them, it's my favorite one. My brother, my younger brother gave this to me when I graduated from oh, uh, UND in 1988. Wow, wow. Yes, uh, it's my favorite Bible, the New American Standard uh, Bible, published in 1989, I think, I think it's 89. Um, what I like about, about this Bible, it's not the easiest one necessarily to read in terms of the way that it's worded. Mm-hmm. But there are two types of Bible translations in general. There is what they call a dynamic translation. Yep. And then there's a literal translation. The dynamic translations try to take 
um, statements made in Scripture and make them easy to understand. Because there's some words that don't translate well. There's some ideas that don't seem to translate well. And the way that they say certain things. So right. a dynamic translation tries to put it more in modern terms. Sure. Right? A literal translation, like this one, tries to be as much word for word as possible. So even if the wording is a little bit awkward, they try to really keep as much of a word for word translation as they can get. And so it's, it's better for study, for in-depth study. Mm-hmm. That's, that's why I like it. So I'm going to read something. I'm going to read actually on the show today. I think we've got time. Um, if not, we'll have to, we'll have to finish we next, next, well. next week. The entire book of Jonah. It's only four short chapters. It's one of the shortest books in the Old Testament, actually. Mm-hmm. It's contained on, on, on literally two pages. Two pages. And it's a really critical book because, remember I said that who was God's chosen people? The Jews. The Jews, yep. right, the nation of Israel. And so, so a lot of people will get the idea that God doesn't care about the Gentiles. But remember I said that the purpose of the Jewish people being chosen by God was what? To take the message of who God is to the other nations, right? Mm-hmm. To the Gentiles mm-hmm. who have these pagan false gods. They're worshiping false gods. They're all going to hell. Does God care about the Gentiles? This is relevant today because of what's happening in our nation today. And I'll make my point at the end. <clears throat> Here's the deal. Nineveh was a, a, a country, it was north of Babylon. It's, where the, it's, the, it's an Assyrian nation, right? So the Assyrians are there, and the Assyrians were popular. Who, who here loves world history? I do. Okay. The Assyrians, okay, good, too. So the world history, that's things that happened in the world before us. No. <laughs> Paul had kind of a blank look on his face. I just thought I'd maybe <laughs> clarify that before we move on. Sorry. So, so the Assyrians had a reputation for one thing. They had a very fierce army. Mm-hmm. I mean, they because one of the reasons because while other people were fighting with with copper weapons, the Assyrians had iron, yeah. which were much harder and you could make them sharper, and they were much more fearsome. And they also had chariots. Okay, so they were very. And they had a siege mentality. They would create a siege against a city. They could come against a whole city. And just really, all- really quickly, because maybe um, I'm almost positive, but I heard that uh, the Roman Empire was so great because they were the ones that invented concrete. Concrete. Yeah, they invented concrete. So they were the ones that were able to put up concrete walls to defend themselves and everything. That's how the Romans became so, so huge. You know, that's interesting because, because um, the island of Crete, uh, yeah, the word concrete literally means, I, I have to look into the etymology yeah, of that, that word, but the word concrete literally means with Crete. I think I was just in Crete. So I, were you? And I think that was one of the places we went. Yeah, so, okay, but these are, but these are Assyrians. These are not Romans, <clears throat> mm-hmm. okay? Yeah. I mean, this is before the Roman Empire. This is like 700 plus B.C., Okay, when they when the Assyrians uh, um, uh, ruled in in what we know as uh, well, they were they were in Nineveh, and and the Assyrians were known for their fierceness in battle, and they were also known for the exceptional cruelty 
that they practice on their prisoners. So if you were in battle, if you were battling against uh, the Assyrians, you'd much rather die in battle than be taken captive because they were extremely cruel uh, to the people that they took prisoner. And that's, it's recorded. It's, 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 uh, it's a historical. I mean, they, they made record of it back then. And people hated them for that, and they were feared because of that. So if you think about, you know, a modern-day equivalent would probably be like, you know, Nazis in Nazi Germany, mm-hmm. the things that they did in the, yep. in the death camps. So they were not well-liked by the Jewish people or a bunch of other people, but certainly the Jews didn't like them. So that's just kind of the backdrop. That's who the Assyrians were. They lived in Nineveh, and they were, uh, they were feared. Uh, wicked, wicked people. So, so the book of Jonah begins with this. <clears throat> the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, check this out. God speaks to him, and he says, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and cry against it, because their wickedness has come up before me. You know, think about it. You're a Jewish guy. You're walking along, and God speaks to you. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're just waking up. God speaks to you, and he says, Arise, and go to Nineveh, the great city, right, the, full of Assyrians who yep. are wicked, evil people. And he says, he says, cry against it. But Jonah rose up and he fled to Tarshish, which is in the other direction. From before the, the presence of the Lord. So he went down to Joppa, found a ship that was going to Tarshish. He paid the fare, went down into it to go with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> These Assyrians are Gentiles. Nineveh is a Gentile city who do wicked, evil things. And God sends one of his Jewish prophets, Jonah, to go there and cry against the city. Just think about that. What, what, does, that, what does that tell you? God must obviously care about more than just the Jews, right? Sure. Well, sure. Because <clears throat> he sends this Jewish prophet to go and speak speak to the people of Nineveh. Mm-hmm. And so he runs in the other direction because he, well, he hates them. Why do you think that Jonah ran other than the fact that he hated them? Why do you think Jonah ran in the other direction? Probably feared for his life. He, maybe he feared for his life. Maybe he feared <clears throat> because the Jews knew that God is a merciful God, right? Do you think that he had any fears that maybe God wouldn't destroy Nineveh, which they deserved, and instead would maybe spare them? I don't know. Let's let's move on. Sure. Let's see. So so here's what happened. He's in this ship going to Tarshish, hiding from God, and the Lord, do you think God was fooled by that? Do you think God went, wow, where's Jonah? No. He was just there. I don't don't see him anymore. No. He's God. Of course not. He's God. (laughs) And the Lord hurled a great wind on the sea, and there was a great storm on the sea, so that the ship was about to break up. And the sailors became afraid, and every man cried to his God, because they all worship different gods, right? And they threw the cargo, into, which was in the ship, into the sea to lighten it so that it is less likely to sink. And think about this. These guys are carrying cargo. That's, they're paid to do that, right? Mm-hmm. And they're throwing it overboard, I mean, it yeah. doesn't matter. Some of you know, some there were probably a couple Lexuses on there, yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe a BMW. Who knows sure. what the cargo was? But they threw it overboard. Yep. But Jonah had gone below into the hold of the ship. He'd lain down and fallen asleep. So he's sound asleep. 
He's sound asleep in the, car, in, the, in the hold of the ship. So the captain approached him and he said, how is it that you're sleeping? Get up, call on your God. Maybe your God will be concerned about us so we won't perish. Because guess what? None of the other gods were because they're fake. Mm-hmm. Right? They're false gods or they're demon gods. And of course, they don't care if these people perish. There's only one God that cares if they perish. And this, this captain says, get up, call on your God. And each man said to his mate, come, <laughs> let us cast lots, which is, you know what that is, casting lots. It's, uh, it's, it's, like, um, it's like throwing a dice. It's like, uh, it's like drawing straws. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's the way that they determined what something was. Sure, sure. Uh, in the Old Testament, even, they cast lots to find out what the will of God was. They hadn't come up with rock, paper, scissors they, yet. They, they, you're right. So they cast <laughs> lots, and, they, and the, the lot would, whoever the lot falls to, mm-hmm. it's like the short straw, sure. right? Okay, it's your fault. Yeah, whatever. right, right. They cast lots. He said, let us, let us cast lots so that we may learn on whose account this calamity has struck us. They all assume someone on this ship has caused this to happen, and we got to figure out who it is. And they said, uh, they cast, so they cast lots, and the lot fell to guess who? Guess who the lot fell to? Jonah! <laughs> Yeah, why? Wait a minute. <laughs> why do you think the lot fell to Jonah? What's Jonah doing? He's running away from God. Yeah, yeah. He's running away from what God told him to do. He's mm-hmm. going the opposite direction. Sure. It's like someone says to you, hey, John, go to Fargo and tell him this. And instead, you go to, you go to Crookston. Yeah. It's all right. Hey, right. John, wrong direction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's why God caused this storm. Sure. And so then they said to Jonah, because now they believe the lot is true, and, of course, and it was. And they say to Jonah, tell us now, on whose account has this calamity struck us? What is your occupation? And where do you come from? And what is your country? And from what people are you? They're interrogating him now. Yeah. And he said to them, I am a Hebrew. And I fear the Lord. I fear the Lord God of heaven who made the sea and the dry land. Then the men became extremely frightened. And they said to him, how could you do this? For the men knew that he was fleeing from the presence of the Lord because he told them. How could you do this? They, these are Gentiles. These are not even believers. They don't know the true God. And they're saying, how in the world could you run from the true God? So he said to them, so they said to him, what should we do to you so that the sea may become calm for us? Because the sea was becoming increasingly stormy. So I know, John, you've, you've experienced what it's like to have a calamity in the air, right? Yep. But imagine that you're not in a plane, but on this ship. And you see the waves getting higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And the boat is rocking more and more. And I mean, this is, it's, I don't know if you've been on the sea during a storm, but it's, it's, it's scary. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For these guys, it was really scary. And guess what? Guess what these guys all had in common? They didn't want to die. Right. Well, yeah. So they said, what should we do to you to calm the sea? And Jonah said to them, pick me up and throw me into the sea. Then the sea will become calm for you. For I know that on account of me, this great storm has come upon you. What would you do? Put yourself in the situation of these guys. I'm trying to get some interaction Well, back here. then, I would have thrown them over. Yeah. <laughs> I would have thrown him over. Paul, what, what would you have done? No. 
We shoot for a high level of interaction here. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know it was going to be a Bible quiz. Dean, well, you got to pay attention. This is the great reset, right? This I've been. Is, oh, that's. I've been trying to. I've been trying to. I've been dealing working. with Streamlabs trying to figure oh, out why our yeah. frames keep dropping. I, I know, so. I know, but 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 we're not even on, right? We're not on live. After the after, after the after we're done, yeah. So I figured let's just go on with the show, okay. and we'll just upload it later, like you did last time. Right. Okay, right? Because yep. otherwise, it's not a show. So they said, throw, throw me into the, Jonah said, throw me into the sea, and then the sea will become calm for you, right? So what do you think they did? They didn't pick him up. It says, because they know now that his God is the God of the universe, the God that made the sea and the land and everything. So it says, however, the men rode desperately to return to land, but they could not because the sea was becoming even stormier against them. Then they called on the Lord and said, we pray earnestly, O Lord, do not let us perish on account of this on account of this man's life, and do not put innocent blood on us, for thou, O Lord, has done just as thou hast pleased. So they picked up Jonah and they threw him into the sea. And immediately the sea stopped raging. Then the men feared the Lord greatly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord, and they made vows. So these guys know now that Jonah's God is the one true God, because mm-hmm. sea stopped. Raging just like that. But things didn't go so well for Jonah because now he's overboard, right? And the Lord appointed a great sea creature to swallow Jonah, and Jonah was in the stubby, the stomach of the creature for three days mm-hmm. and three nights. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the stomach of this creature, and he said, I called out in my distress to the Lord, and he answered me. I cried for help from the depth of Sheol. Thou didst hear my voice for Thou had cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the current engulfed me, and all the breakers and billows passed over me. So I said, I have been expelled from thy sight. Nevertheless, I will look again toward your holy temple. Water encompassed me to the point of death. The great sea engulfed me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. I descended to the roots of the mountains. The earth with its bars was around me forever. But thou hast brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God, While I was fainting away, so he was about to go unconscious, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to thee into thy holy temple. For those who regard vain idols forsake their faithlessness. But I will sacrifice to thee with a voice of thanksgiving, which I have vowed. That which I have vowed, I will pay. Listen to this next part of his prayer. Salvation is from the Lord. Then the Lord commanded the whale, and it vomited Jonah up onto the dry land. He was going to Nineveh. No, he was going to Tarshish. But now he's been this whale for three days. We're assuming it's a whale. And it vomited him up on dry land. Guess which land it was? Not Tarshish. (laughs) It brought him right to Nineveh, where he was supposed to go in the first place. Mm -hmm. Here's where it gets really interesting in case you thought that last part was boring. Now the the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and proclaim to it the proclamation which I'm going to tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceedingly great city. Three days walk. That means you start walking on one end of the city. It takes you three days to get to the other end. That's how big it was. Then Jonah began to go through the city one day's walk, and he cried out. And here's what he said. 
he said exactly what God told him to say. I'm going to give you a multiple choice and see who can get this right, okay? Pay close attention. <clears throat> what did God tell Jonah to say to the people of Nineveh? A, repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. B, 40 days and the city of Nineveh will be overthrown. Or C, hey, you guys, knock it off. A, I'm going to go with C. C. I'm going to go with A. <laughs> with A. <laughs> a. Very good. Repent the city, the, the kingdom of God is in. No, I'm sorry. It was B. He said 40 days. And this is what, this is what Jonah said. Sorry. Yet 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. He didn't tell him to repent. He said 40 days, 40 days, and God's going to destroy you guys. 40 days, you're toast. He's wiping you out. That was the message. Then the people of Nineveh believed in God and they called a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Sackcloth is like, think about burlap, right? Itchy, unpleasant stuff. From the greatest to the least of them, when the word reached the king of Nineveh, he arose from his throne, laid aside his robe from him, covered himself with sackcloth and sat on ashes, and he issued this proclamation. He said, he said, in Nineveh, by, this is it, this is a quote, in Nineveh, by the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let man, beast, herd, or flock taste a thing. Do not let them eat or drink water. This is a, a, a citywide fast called by the king of Nineveh. But both man and beast must be covered with sackcloth and let each man call on God earnestly that we may, that each may turn from his wicked way and from the violence which is in his hands. Remember what I said at the beginning about what Nineveh was like, what the Assyrians were like? Fearsome warriors and cruel to the people that they conquered or that they kidnapped. Cruel, wicked people. And the king says, let each man call on God earnestly that each may turn from his wicked way and from the violence which is in his hands. And then he said, who knows? God may turn and relent and withdraw his burning anger so that we shall not perish. When God saw their deeds, that they had turned from their wicked way, then God relented concerning the calamity which he had declared he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. That's huge. <clears throat> I want to tell you something. 30 years ago, I said to some friends of mine after church, I said, if America and if the American church doesn't resist this pro-gay rights movement where we suddenly we accept homosexuality as normal and healthy and it's good, uh, if we don't do that today, and not, not that we say that we hate gays or, or anything like that, but rather to say, hey, look, you know what? God loves you, and, uh, but he doesn't love what you're doing. Just like if you're, a, if you're committing adultery, God loves you, but he doesn't love what you're doing. You can't do it. Sin mm -hmm. is sin, right? So that's what the church needs to do. We need to stand up and, and tell the truth. I said, because if we don't, 30 years from now, they're going to be trying to normalize pedophilia. We're now 30 years later, and what are they called? Uh, um, uh, child-attracted persons, isn't that it? 
yeah, or something like youth that. attracted, yeah. minor attracted yeah. persons. Yeah, yeah minor, attracted. minor attracted persons. Yeah, they're not pedophiles anymore. They're minor attracted persons. I believe that if we allow that to happen, and this is what I said, I said if that happens, that will be the day that God removes His hand from our nation, and and we will be utterly destroyed. In other words, He will no longer protect us against our enemies. He won't protect us from our enemies anymore. So we're, I believe, at an inflection point in history that it's time for us as a nation to say, no, we're not going to accept. We're sorry, God, we're sorry. Turn, turn to God and say, you say what's right and wrong. You choose what's moral and immoral, and we're going to follow you and listen to you, and we're not going to do this wickedness anymore. That's what they did in Nineveh. And it says, even though God had said, I'm going to destroy you in 40 days, when they repented, he relented, and the city continued. But it greatly, listen, this is the most, this is the, I think this part is a little bit humorous. Last chapter, chapter four. But it greatly displeased Jonah and he became angry. And he prayed to the Lord and said, please, Lord, was this not what I said while I was still in my own country? See, I knew you were going to be merciful to these people. That's why I ran the other way. Sure. I wanted them to be wiped out. Therefore, in order to forestall this, I fled to Tarshish, for I knew that thou art a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, and one who relents concerning calamity. I knew you were like that, God. I knew you were forgiving. I knew you were going to give him a second chance if I went and warned him. That's why I ran. Therefore, now, O Lord, please take my life, (laughs) for death is better for me than life. Jonah's actually asking God to kill him. Yeah. That's how angry he is. And the Lord said, do you have good reason to be angry? (sighs) Then Jonah went out from the city and sat east of it, and he made a shelter for himself and sat down under the shade until he could see what was going to happen to the city. Because he says, take my life, God. Take my life. And God says, you have reason to be angry? So that gives Jonah an idea. Hey, maybe God's going to wipe him out after all. Because God says, do you have a reason to be angry? Well, I was angry because I thought you were going to spare Nineveh. Think, I thought you were going to spare the United States. Put us in their shoes because we've become a pagan, non-Christian nation. Just like the Ninevites. And now he says, you have reason to be angry. Oh, wow, maybe there's still hope that God's going to wipe them out. So he goes and he, he, he sits down and makes a shelter to watch the city from up high to see what's going to happen, what God's going to do to it. Is it going to be hellfire and brimstone? Is the earth going to open and swallow him up? He doesn't know, but he's going to wait and see. So the Lord God appointed a plant, and it grew up over Jonah to be a shade over his head and deliver him from his discomfort. And Jonah was extremely happy about the plant. This plant literally grew up just like that overnight. But God appointed a worm, a worm, Remember earlier he appointed a fish to swallow Jonah? Now Mm -hmm. he appoints a worm, caused the plant to grow up, then appoints a worm. And when dawn came the next day uh, and it attacked the plant and it withered, now the plant dies. And it came about when the sun came came up that God appointed a scorching east wind and the sun beat down on Jonah's head so that he became faint and begged with all his soul to die, saying, death is better to me than life. Then God said to Jonah, do you have good reason to be angry at the plant? And Jonah said, I do have good reason to be angry, even to death. Jonah's response. 
And the Lord said, you had compassion on the plant for which you did not work and which you did not cause to grow, which came up overnight and perished overnight. And should I not have compassion on Nineveh, the great city in which there are more than 120,000 persons who do not know the difference between their right hand and their left, as well as many animals? That's the end of the book of Jonah. God has mercy on people who repent and turn to him and, and stop doing the wickedness that they're doing. And the only hope for Nineveh at that time was to call on God's mercy and stop doing the evil that they were doing. And I believe, gentlemen, that the only hope for America is exactly the same thing, that we repent from the evil that we're doing. Each one of us has a responsibility before God because he knows every single thing that we do. <clears throat> We have a responsibility to stop and turn away from evil and wickedness and begin doing what's right and calling for righteousness and justice in the land and turning to him. That's the good news. Because when we do that, I believe that God will relent from whatever calamity was planned against this nation. And it's not going to last forever because guess what? I'm sorry. You go to the back of the book, Revelation. We're not there. We're not there. Israel's there. Iraq's there. Um, Iran is there, Russia's there, China's there, United States is not there. Nineveh doesn't exist anymore. God ended up wiping them out later, about 100 years, give or take, later, because they went back to their wicked ways, and God ended up destroying them. But we have an opportunity now to repent and turn away from all this evil that we're doing. And it's not just us. I'm not just talking here in this room. I mean, it's got to go Democrat, Republican, leftists, liberals, conservatives, everybody. And then we could, who knows, maybe God would give the United States another 100 years of peace and prosperity. That would be nice, wouldn't it? It would be very nice. David, thank you. My pleasure. Uh, there you go. There's something fishy going on here. The Great Reset, by the way, brought to you by Churchill Shoes. Churchill Shoes has moved. One of the largest SAS dealers in the upper Midwest is now in the Grand Cities Mall and ready to find you a pair of shoes that you will love. At Churchill Shoes, they measure both feet to make sure you're getting the proper fit. They carry men's and women's styles and offer free special orders when shoes aren't in stock and free in-town delivery. Churchill Shoes has operated in Grand Forks for over 65 years and over 75 years of shoe fitting experience on their staff and can cater to all of your footwear needs. Open Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and Saturday from 9 to 3. Call 701-772-8256 or online at churchillshoesnd.com. Next time you're in need of footwear, give us a try. Your feet will be glad you did. Churchill Shoes in the Grand Cities Mall. Hey, by the way, tomorrow we talk with Shannon and Alan. Now, if you haven't seen it, uh, they've got a new show here, a new podcast called The Brew Brothers. We're going to find out more about their show. Uh, tomorrow, I can't wait. Uh, by the way, Grand Fork City Chatter is on at 3 o'clock this afternoon. You can find out and uh, catch up on last night's city council meeting. If you didn't get to see that, uh, I tell you what, have yourself a great remainder of the day. Stay hydrated out there, too. It's a hot one. Remember to like, share, tag, and follow us. Hit that notification bell on your smartphone. Uh, you know the Grand Cities are awesome. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again. 